good morning. I think I'd rather be your enemy. That's kind of a nice position, isn't it? I mean, think about it. Maybe the enemy will just say whatever they want to say to you. More than likely, they're going to tell you the truth about yourself and the situation you're in, for the most part, right? Tell you what a son of a gun, useless, lying, you know what you are. And how usually that stuff doesn't work on them, that works on everybody else. They'll just call you out. They ain't trying to butter your toast or shine your boots, are they? You know what they're trying to do? They're trying to get up in your crowd. They're trying to turn you around. Maybe some of your enemies are just tired of what you're dishing out. Figure out, well, the only way this guy is ever going to learn that he wasn't born in heaven but hell is for me to tell him. And maybe I should tell him with five fingers and knuckles. Maybe spit in his eye. Put my boots on and kick him in the butt. Somehow or another, I'm going to figure out how to tell him. I ain't going to smile at him. I might roar at him. Let him know he needs to stop driving his car down my street going 80 miles an hour before he kills somebody. Sometimes the enemy is really the friend. And God knows, and you guys know it, your friends are really your enemies. Because most of you have been screwed, stabbed, cheated, robbed by your buddies. Your brothers. How many of you have gone to bed, gone to business with somebody that decided they wanted to get you on the backside? Some of them did it like Brutus right in the front side. Let you know they want to see you bleed. The same one that you went eating with. Hiking rebel rousing with, partying with, dancing with, hunting with. Now that person's got a bow in your back or a bullet between your eyes. And that is always the ones you got to watch out for. I mean, hell, even the police officers will tell you that. More than likely, you're going to be a victim of crime. You're going to be a victim of crime by somebody that knows you. Knows you. That's the one that's going to assault you, molest you. That's the one, one that knows you. But you all, stranger danger, afraid of the real world. But you should be afraid of your real friends, I'm sorry, fake friends, and your real family. They'll rob you blind. Yes, they will. I think you've all have been on that side, haven't we? Robbed by somebody that knows us. Cheated or betrayed. By somebody that knows you. You know, I was sick a little bit back. And I'll tell you something. I lost my sense of smell when I got sick. Now, I had a fever and I had a cough. Breathing was fine. Muscles and bones were aching like hell. I could hardly move one foot and stand up. And now I'm, I get up every morning and do 100 push-ups in like 75 seconds. Easy. Good at it. A master of push-ups. Used to be a master of pull-ups too. But the point is, well, I could deal with the fever. I could deal with the cough. I could deal with aches and pains. Yeah. But the psychological effect of losing your smell, not being able 
to smell the coffee. <sighs> ah, Oof. and definitely not being able to taste that. I'll tell you, that really messes with your head, especially when you have to go and get fried chicken. And not being able to taste fried chicken, well, that's just un-American. Just kind of lost the ability to enjoy a piece of toast with some strawberry jam. And that really bothered me. But then, all of a sudden, I prayed and I waited. Prayed and waited. A lot of you men are trying to pray and wait, aren't you? Especially for your, for your wife. Looking for that woman, right? What did I always tell you? In your 20s, you chase them. In your 30s, you wait for them. In your 40s, too late for them. And in your 50s, just forget about them. But I digress. So I prayed and asked God, Lord, give me back my smell. Give me back my smell. If I'm going to be sick, that's fine. If I got to ache, let me ache by sitting back and being in a bed, shut in, shut down. But let me taste some apple cider. Let me taste some coffee. Let me be in my misery and be able to chomp on a piece of bacon. God knows, let me taste fried chicken, would you? I want to die. I want to go down with my last meal. Man, hell, even the people on death row get their last meal. I want to taste something. Go down with no taste and no smell. Didn't even know that my armpits were stinking. Can't smell yourself. Go take a dump. Can't smell that. Well, that could be an advantage. Wake up in the morning and say hello to yourself and can't smell your breath. Ah, that could be an advantage. Especially to your wife, you got to wake up next to you if you got one. You know it's pretty bad when you say hello to the dog and the dog turns his head. That's some bad breath. But I digress. Wasn't able to smell. And about seven days of that was just torture. If I got an ache and I got to hurt, good. But you give me back my smell. Something said, you know what you need to do. You know what you need to do to get that smell back so you can enjoy your misery. Forget enjoy life. I'm sick. You want to enjoy that misery? Be able to taste a nice Coca-Cola fizzling in that mouth. Oof. Yeah. I believe God said, you got to do what every black man knows to do. What the black doctors tell you to do. You know, when you get down that low, there's only one thing that can fix you. You got to go to the colonel. <laughs> to the colonel, you got to go to the colonel. Ain't no doctor gonna solve your problem. Ain't no voodoo spell or no preacher. Oh no, baby. You gotta go to the colonel. All right. I tell you, you go to a black doctor, he'll tell you what to do. Black doctor said, go to the colonel. Oh, there ain't too many colonels left, but I found one. A few miles down the way. Got my weak, muscle-aching body dragged myself down the steps, rolled over in that car, started it up, and headed to the colonel. If there's one thing that I know, that if you want to test and see if you're still alive, go to the colonel. 
watermelon won't do it, not flavorful enough. You gotta go to the colonel. Well, I went to the colonel, pulled up and said, give me a three piece. I want two legs and a breast. That would be kind of a funny looking woman, two legs and a breast, but that's another story. I digress. I don't know. Well, actually, that ain't as bad as two breasts and a leg. Now, that would be a sight. Anyway, two legs and a breast, one biscuit. Not that I could care about the biscuit. It was about that chicken. I took one bite, said my prayer. Lord, give me back my smell. Because I've done gone smell blind. <laughs> oh, when you've gone smell blind, you got to put them out the misery. Man once was looking after his sickly daughter. Came in the room. She's lying there, fevered and wreathing underneath the sheets. Her daddy comes in. Baby, how you doing? She looks up at her father. She goes, Papa, I done gone smell blind. Oh, no, Lord, help me. He went, got his wife. Honey, get me the rifle. What happened? She's done gone smell blind. <laughs> Daddy gone smell blind. Can't taste nothing, Papa. Can't smell anything. Got to put it out of misery. Send her on home to the Lord. She's done gone smell blind. Well, that, that will make you go smell blind. That thing I had, I took a big old chomping bite. Before I did, I took a whiff. Oh, I breathed that in. I opened up that box, smelled that Colonel Southern fried chicken, and <sighs> took it all in. Barely. God, wake up the nose. Wake it up. Wake it up. Took one chomp. And lo and behold, I didn't hear the angel choir sing, but I did hear a soloist. That's all about I had, but that was enough to give me hope that the choir was going to soon to join. It got just a little taste, just a little taste. Nothing else could do it. Had about 40% of that taste back. I'm like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep eating the kernel. Next thing I know, the next day had more of that Colonel chicken, and it's about 50%. And the next day, 60. As long as I kept the Colonel's chicken in me, I got healed. Smell blind, gone away. <laughs> well, just an anecdote for you guys going through it right now and having some of these flus and everything else in between. And you don't know if you're going to make it through. You don't have to put your your daughter out, put that rifle down and send the wife out to go and get the colonel's chicken. Tell the child to take a bite. Guarantee you, you got my word. If she don't hear the choir, she'll hear the soloist. And slowly but surely, that 200-voice choir will come back and all the senses and all the smell and all of the aroma and all his glory will be back tasting fried chicken. Cause ain't nothing more American than Southern fried chicken and apple pie. No, that's no poke in the eye. You lose that, well then you just might as well die.
I'll be back now, y'all. You hear? Go get the Colonel's chicken. Live! Thank you.